mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com You're going to have this ability to now reframe. Allow yourself time throughout the day to stress the fuck out. The thoughts and the feelings and the behavior cycle can start changing. It's day 67 of the program and one of my uh, favorite guests all around, great guys and savior of my life, I feel like sometimes, uh, Dr. Dixon Tam is here <laughs> joining me today. Hi. Good morning, Gina. Hello. What an introduction. Oh my, that's hard to, that's hard to come back from. Um, I, I do love you. I, I, uh, you are my chiropractor. I go and try to see you every week because I, I'm not great at managing my health and wellness. Most times I overextend myself. I take on too much and I'm always just a big ball of stress. In fact, I just saw you last night, which is probably why I have a little bit better energy today. Um, so we've been, we've been talking for a while. So I've been seeing you professionally, personally, whatever you say for a while, but you've been on, you've been on our program before with a few groups for us now. Of course, we're going to talk about uh, chiropractic care, but more than that, the last couple of weeks, the theme sort of in the group is people are stressed out and stress. I know for sure impacts my body physically. You can always tell how stressed I am when I come in. So I, I want to just have a kind of like a free rolling conversation, uh, pick your brain about a few things today. So what do you yeah, think in knowing when in knowing people are working so hard to obviously make change, lose weight, be healthy? What do you think is the number one thing people can do to be healthier? Just that. We'll start uh, with that. I, I, yeah, we can start with that. Um, yeah, it's a, it, it's, a, it's a loaded question. It's a big question. But I think if I had to pick one, it, it's. It's it's movement, right? And and that's you know at least in my world, I I, uh, I I base my practice on you know integrating more movement, getting people moving, right? Helping your neck move better, your back move better. But I think overall, I think you know one of the biggest things that you know if if they're they're um, members of your program, I think you know they've already taken the first step into improving their health, which is amazing, right? They're working on their eating, they're improving their diet and their hydration and all that and. And I think that the other piece is, is going to be movement, right? Adding in, finding something that you love to do, uh, whether it's exercise, whether it's working out, whether it's playing pickleball, whether it's, you know, golfing or tennis, whatever it may be. I think movement is, is, is probably the best complementary key um, uh, to, to, to working on your diet, I think, for sure. You know, you said something to me last night that was, uh, has had me thinking and you were saying like, you know, I know you work out, but you, you're not strong. What, which I, I'm not strong. Like I can barely open a pickle jar. Um, what's the difference between, what's, what's the difference between like, I know strength is really important as, especially as you get older, but what's the difference between working out and, and, and strength that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's a great distinction. I talk about this a lot because, and 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 I say this um, because I get this 
you know, I always come from an approach of, I have this really lovely 3000 foot view of your health, right? I get this objective sense of, you know, uh, you know, taking, taking into account everything in your body. Cause I'd like to say, I know most of my patients pretty well personally and obviously physically. And I think the big difference is that we need to be functionally strong. And I think this is the difference. And, and I mean, you nailed it with, you know, the opening the jar and whatnot, but I'll take it a step further in that sure isn't nice to, you know, look great and, and, and have big muscles or not or whatever your goal may be. But what I'm talking about when I say strong is I mean functional strength, right? Can you do everything you want to do well? Mm. Right. And, and that's relative to the person with all fairness, right? Some people, um, uh, love to be, you know, really handy and, and move and lift heavy things around the cottage. Great. Okay. Then, then you need to be strong enough to do that. And other people need to be strong enough to, you know, uh, bathe the kids in awkward positions and grab the groceries mm. from the trunk and have a toddler in one hand, like me. And, and then, you know, uh, uh, groceries in the other hand while walking the dog. Right. So I think it's relative to the person, but, but when I mean strength, I mean, functional strength right how strong are you can you do the things you want to do well in your day-to-day -day life so if you could pick like what is it just i know it's probably a loaded question but w one exercise for everybody what would it be oh and that that's an easy one for me for me it's the squat um i i, I think there's uh there's no secret that you know squatting is um you know essentially an air squat just getting down on the floor right? Can you come up and down? Can you sit down on the toilet? Can you sit down on a chair? And I know that sounds funny to say, but I say it all the time, bang for your buck, the squad is the biggest return on your investment from an exercise like, perspective. And if like I had to pick squat, one exercise, that would be it. This. this Beautiful, like Gina. There we go. Oh, yeah, my, like that. my back is hurting. My knees are clicking. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. I'm going to be so no, no, It's the biggest return. <laughs> That's it. If I had to pick one, that would be it. I think it's the most transferable in your everyday life. I think you use it. Um, and there's actually a lot of research that, that shows, especially um, our aging population, where if you lose the ability to sit down on the toilet comfortably and in control, you know, your functionality significantly decreases, right? And a lot of times that's, you know, when we, you know, have to be in a home or have some assisted living or, or have some help around the house, right? And, yeah. and I think if I had to pick one, um, and patients of mine will know this who are listening, uh, that's the one I prescribe. I'm a 30 squats a day kind of guy. You know, if there's nothing yeah. you can do for yourself, you do 30 squats per day, however you want divided, however many ways. And I think that's, if, if that's a, a great starting point, I think, you know, you nail it on the head there. Well, and even, I mean, you, you talk about 30 squats a day as a starting point. We're having members in the comments talking about like, they can't even, they're just walking is a goal for them. Just, you know, being mobile is a goal for them. Just getting out of, you know, standing up is, is a goal for them. You know, what is, what would you say is the most important thing to, to get from there to being able to do that 30 squats a day like people are people are listening to you being like oh my god i don't know if i'm gonna ever be able to do that is it little bits every day is there something bigger than that does it have to do with the alignment of your body like what's i, I know it's an odd question but 
how do we do that? Yeah, I, to- yeah, yeah. I think you know, you, you kind of it's kind of three pieces to 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 what you said there. I mean, I, I mean, first things first. You know, start where you can, right? And this is where health is so individual, right? My health is different from yours, which is different from you know some of your members. Where you're right, if if walking is difficult, great. Let's start there, right? If that's what we can accomplish and that's what we can do for now, amazing. What a great start, right? Because anything is better than nothing. And I think exercise is always relative to the person. And I think sometimes Mm -hmm. we forget that where just because, you know, somebody can lift 500 pounds off the ground isn't necessarily in my brain better or worse than, you know, somebody who's who's struggling to make it to the mailbox, right? It's purely a representation of, you know, are you doing something that's good for you? Are you doing something that's mildly challenging? And I say mildly because... You know, that's how we get in trouble sometimes, right? When you talk about alignment in your body where, you know, we're overzealous, right? Where, you know, if, if we're struggling to make it to the mailbox and you say, well, Dr. Tim said 30 a day, let's go, right? And then, you know, that's where we do, you know, might run into some issues where we we overstretch ourselves, right? And, yeah. and, and I think it's so important that, you know, starting anywhere, uh, and I know that sounds corny and cliche, but it's better than nothing, but that's the truth. And if anything, it's actually more beneficial then you say, I can't make it to the mailbox, but I'm going to play three hours of volleyball. I don't know how that would work. But uh, and then, you know, be bedridden for a week. Right. So I think that's the first thing is is starting where you can. But I also think, you know, and, and, and going back to my my 30 squats a day, I think there's so much value in in, in scaling an exercise. And, and when I mean scaling, I mean, modifying it for your abilities. Right. And, and you know, I'll give you a few different examples where. You know, in that same population where when, you know, and that's a a good bulk of my patients where they say, yeah, like I'm having trouble making it to the mailbox. I'm having trouble, you know, making it down the road and back. I say, okay, well, then let's make the squat appropriate for you, right? Where instead of maybe the way you just showed us where, you know, you were freestanding and you weren't holding on to anything. I said all the time, hold on to something, hold on to the back of your couch, hold on to the kitchen counter, hold on to something and unweight your body. Right. Where what it does is it takes the weight off your knees. It takes the weight off your hips, but you're still coming up and down because that's what I care about. I care about the up and down. I I don't really care if, you know, you're doing it with your own body weight, whether you're unweighting yourself or you have 300 pounds on your back. Right. Because, again, we're always going back to it's relative. Right. Where, you know, if walking is a good starting point, perfect. Let's get moving relative for you. In that same breath, if you have um, an NFL linebacker and they say, oh, I have 100 pounds on my back, well, that's not really that exciting, right? Or, or challenging for them, so they yeah. don't get a gold star for that, right? It, it, all it simply is, is challenging for you. Okay, I want to, the comments are going off about squats because people are like, I can't do a squat and I'm this, I'm that. Well, you're sitting on the fucking toilet every day. I'm pretty sure that is a squat. And I'm going to be real harsh for people right now is that if you can't do a squat and to your point, sit down on the toilet and get back up, you've got some things you need to work on because that's going to affect your whole life. It's like you, there, and there are improvements that you can make with mobility, even if you have knee issues or back issues or whatever it is. I mean, this is what you do, right? Like you, you, you deal with people who are misaligned and talk about misalignment. You go and lose 20, 30, 60, 100 pounds 
you think that's going to be healthy for you. And it is because it takes that pressure off your joints, but everything changes the way you walk, the way you sit, the way you stand. Like there's so much that you can do to be more mobile at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I think there's uh, when you when you lose the weight, right? You know, you, you take the pressure off all of your joints, and mm-hmm. you know, if your strength has been maintained, whatever strength you know you were previously at, everything should get easier. I mean, that's no secret, right? It's like wearing a backpack or holding things in your hands and trying to do things, and then you take the backpack off, right? Amazing, yeah. right? How how much easier are all your movements and all of that, and. And this is where I think, you know, when you said it's a problem and and I don't disagree with you there, but this is where we seek help. Right. And I think a lot of times where when we talk about basic fundamental things is, okay, you know, when we don't know where to start, we don't know how to modify the squat or change it up or my back hurts even when I am doing everything you're saying, Dr. Tan, like, well, like, what am I supposed to do? That's when I think you get some help. Right. I think, you know, uh, you, you can't do it all. Right. And, and I mean, in, in your world, like weight loss is, is hard. It's difficult. There's no secret, right? There's no need to sugarcoat. It's very hard. And anybody who's lost any amount of weight has put a tremendous amount of effort to get there. So kudos to them. But I think, you know, and and I say all the time, willpower is, is finite, right? There's Mm. only so much effort you can give in a day. Right. And, and, and that's why where, when you're putting all, all your eggs in a basket and you're working really, really hard to lose the weight good for you but then also to recognize your human being right it's it's hard to lose the weight and manage your body and stretch and exercise and get yourself pain free and 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 so instead of trying to do all all of it and then kind of falling short on all ends it's okay well let's really work on our on our on our eating and 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 um and our food and then contract out the other stuff like and have somebody else take care of their body which is essentially what i do for you yeah, because I mean, for example, I'm having my posture is shit because I'm on the phone all the time and I'm working and it is. Agreed. And then what happens is I, I hurt my shoulder and I have piss or whatever you call it. And my shoulder hurts and I'm always doing something to aggravate it. But you've given me exercises to do. And when I do the exercises, I see massive improvement. And when I don't, it just, you know, it gets aggravated again. And I would never have known I in going to see you. I'm like, can't you just crack my shoulder and fix it and make it better? And you're like, no, unfortunately, I can't. This comes to you need to get stronger. You need to support those muscles. You need to do some exercises that are that are going to help. I would have never have known that and just, you know, kind of just, you know, drudged around with my sole shoulder for the rest of my life if I hadn't had you tell me <laughs> that, you know, this is what you need to do. I'm thinking just put ice on it, just like whatever. Yeah. And the same, I know not that I didn't expect this whole conversation of squats to take on a life of its own, but If people are unable to do a squat for whatever reason, maybe it is their knee injury. There are exercises you may or may not be able to do to help with that area or things you can do to help with your knee and your back and whatever. What do you think is the worst thing that people do to their posture? Is it their phones? Is it their, like their bodies? Not just their, I'm assuming it's posture, but it's people are a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. In 2023. And I, and I think I speak for you know, most uh, uh, working age population is they're in front of a computer or a desk, right? And it's not so much the computer or the phone specifically, it's being in the same position. And, it, and it's holding that position for an extended period of time, 
right? So whether you're in front of a computer because you're crunching the numbers or you're somebody who's on the phone all the time um, and you're taking call after call um, or, I'll, or I'll go a different step. And, and it, it's simply being in the same position where, you know, I have a lot of patients who work in factories, right? Or assembly lines where they're literally standing in the same position, you know, from eight to 12 before lunchtime and their feet don't move. You might as well cement them into the floor. Right. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, you know, for, for most people, it is being in front of a computer and, and, and hunching over and, and being hyper-focused because, you know, it's your job, right? It's your productivity. It's how you put your bread on the table. The consequence of that is I think most people feel like they need to jump into the screen, right? They get closer and closer yeah. they get focused and focused and, and, and there's not enough movement in their body. And that's what our bodies yearn for, right? If you see, you know, only, only, as adults, do we stay still for so long? If you ever watch um, our best population, I would argue is kids, right? You know, the, the, the age old criticism of kids is that they don't sit still, right? They squirm and they move and they, and, 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 you know, it's got, they got an itchy bum, but, but the reality is, is they're list, they're the only ones who are listening to their bodies and they're moving around and they're changing positions and they're, they want to sit on the floor. They want to sit on the chair or they want to lay on their bed and, and they're constantly changing positions and there's no secret they move substantially better than we do right and i think so we can learn I, anything from our kids it's that i have this thing where once people start like giving their body what it needs and listening to their body they start to feel what i call bajiggity they start to like want to move i've, I've had so many clients be like i put on my running yeah, shoes amazing. and went for a run today who am i what am i doing and it's because your body is allowing you access to more energy because you're giving it the resources mm -hmm. it needs and you're in tune. Yes. Um, uh, people have been talking a lot about the whole blue zone thing. So there's this guy who studied yeah. the blue zone where people live to wherever. And I follow him on Instagram. He's talking about how detrimental inactivity is. And these people who right. live in the blue zones aren't going to the gym every day. They are no. just more active in their lives mm -hmm. because just, I think, I, I can't remember what he was talking about, but just sitting for an hour is just so detrimental to our health and wellness. And I'm thinking about it. I like it up. I go for a walk. I come back. I sit at my desk. I go upstairs, sit for lunch, come back down, sit at my desk, go get my kids, come back to sit at my desk, you know, have go upstairs, have dinner, sit down. Then from dinner, go sit upstairs or on a couch or in my bed. I'm just like the fuck. I'm never moving my body. <laughs> it's a good trend. <laughs> I think a lot of people are very similar. They may be going to their yep. kids' hockey games or driving their kids, but they're they're sitting, you know. Yep. And the only time we do move is when we go. Which I think why walking is so great for people. Like everyone, mm -hmm. you know, is like go to the gym and do resistance training, but that everyday movement is so important. Um, oh, there's an interesting question, really off topic. Dr. Tam, have people's physical bodies changed since COVID or is there no correlation? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah. That's a good question. I have to think about this one. Uh, it, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I, I've kind of seen people go both ways where some people, a lot of people, a lot of my patients, I've noticed that COVID has kind of given them a kick in the butt with good habits, I think. You know, I think there's no secret of a, a large percent of our population put on some weight during COVID, right? And yeah. when, mm -hmm. you know, and you hear me talk about this a lot as, as habits, right? We're creatures of habit and 
you know, if we can sustain our, okay, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I play pickleball for eternity or I golf, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? It's really easy for people to sustain that. But once we break that habit, I've noticed, you know, some people have really, you know, put on some weight or they've struggled to get back on the horse, right? Um, so I've seen that, that's for sure. Um, but then also now I feel like we're, we're far enough past, I guess, the, the, the peak of it. In that I, in the same breath, I have noticed a lot more people reinvesting in themselves, reinvigorating, working on their weight, working on their health, you know, losing the weight and then even, you know, doing better than they were pre COVID. Um, and so I'm I'm seeing a lot of that too. So it's a little bit of a catch 22 on that. I, that I've noticed at least with my, uh, my patients in this area where, you know, I, I think some people are still in the rut, but, but thankfully, I think a lot of people are. Are starting to get back into the routine and finding their groove and and and, and getting moving. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You know, I love this conversation because it's a different kind of way to talk about stress. I sort of movement outside of fitness. It's a different way to talk about stress outside of, you know, deep breathing exercises. Um, I also, well, I do want to talk about stress and I want to ask you about sleep. So what, like you see people's bodies, do you see how stress, you see how stress impacts them? 100%. I think stress, um, and when we say stress, you know, you know, let's narrow it down, be more specific with mental stress. We're 100%. Okay. I mean, I can feel it instantly on their bodies, right? Sometimes um, you'll attest to this, Gina, I'll put my hands on you before, you know, asking you how your week was. And, I, and I'll say something along the lines of, whoa, is he weak? Right? Yeah. And, yeah, and you yeah. can feel it. Um, simply because stress manifests in, in all aspects of our life, which, you know, I'm sure everybody has heard before. But what it essentially does is it it accentuates what we already struggle with. So for example, if you have tight shoulders, a tight neck, maybe some tension headaches, you know, a lot of pressure in the back of your head or in your temples all the time, right? And then you have a stressful week at work, personally, relationships, what have you, uh, you'll see all of your pre-existing symptoms get aggravated, right? And I think this is really um, uh, uh, a point where, you know, I hate using stress as a as an excuse or as a cop out, but I do think it's a very very good explanation as to why you know all of our existing symptoms are aggravated, right? And and I mean you and I talk about it all the time personally, but you know my question is always okay: is the stress short term or is it long term? Right? Is it simply we had a a, a tough week because my kid was sick and the stress is high? 
Um, like my daughter had pneumonia, you know, a couple of weeks ago and it was bad. It was stressful. Nobody was sleeping. So, you know, muscles are tighter, body's stiffer, right? But, you know, some antibiotics and the short-term stress, then she's fine, right? And now she's yeah. back to normal and, and, and back at daycare, right? And I think there's so much value in, in, in figuring out, okay, is my stress short-term? And if it is short-term, no big deal. Let's ride the wave and ride it back down, right? Because she'll be better and there's no point in stressing about it because pneumonia doesn't last forever. Or do I have a stressful job, which is nine to five, 40 hours a week, week over week over the year? That's a different conversation now, right? Where if it's a stress that maybe we can't change or it's very difficult to change, maybe there's, you know, a lot of my patients currently, you know, are experiencing, you know, aging parents who they need to take care of, right? Like, hopefully that's not you know, they're, they're going to be around for a while. So that's the type of stress isn't changing anytime soon. That's when we talk about, okay, how do we manage that stress? Right? Yeah. Because it's not going away. You're not eradicating that stress. You're not leaving your nine to five. So the consequence is, okay, well, then let's talk about how do we manage it? How do we manage your, how your body responds to that stress? Right? And then even personally, how do you manage that mentally? Yeah, I mean, you and I have this conversation all the time. The reason why I constantly have to go to you is because I suck at managing my stress. <laughs> and you're always like, well, if you wouldn't have to come every week, if you were just more proactive in the other things that you're doing, my reality is right now, I'm doing a lot of things business wise, my life is very busy. And now I'm making time to go walks. And every now and then I get on my Peloton and I do whatever. But if I was better at managing my stress, I probably would have to see you less. So what, like, talk about being proactive with your health, like if, like, if you could tell a client something that you would love for them to do, what would that be? 100%. I would, I would do your best to figure out what is it that's, that's Im most important to you that's bothering you. And what, if, if it's your body and you're saying, you know, my, the, the pain in my shoulders and in my back are really bothering me to a point where I can't do the things I want to do. Great. Get some help. Right. And, and this is where people like me come in, where I, I, my job is to take it off your plate. Right. And, and if you inherently, right, it's self-fulfilling where if you do have a lot of stress, I mean, it, it means hopefully that you have a lot on your plate and you're doing a lot. Right. You're, you know, trying to help a, a million people lose weight. And right. And, and, and when that's the case, OK, great. Get somebody else to take care of it for you. Right. There's only so many hours in a day. There's no, so there's only so much crap you can give. Right. And so much effort to put in. Then then, yeah, get somebody to take care of it for you. Right. And 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 contract it out, essentially the same way. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're not if you're like me and you're a terrible painter, don't paint your own house. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, there's no secret. I, I stink at painting. That's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't I don't, you know, try to paint. I give up. If I need to paint a wall, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll get help. Right. The worst thing I can do is try to do it myself, screw it up and then still not, you know, have a pretty wall. And I think the same is with your body. Right. Is, is, is if you're not very good at taking care of it yourself or you need some direction or you're not ready to put that effort in on your own. Fine. That's OK. Right. I think it's OK to say I need help. I mean, I do it for a lot of things. Right. And and, yeah. and asking for help or getting a coach's um, or, or getting a chiropractor or, or, or somebody to take care of your body is, is step one, I think. Yeah, well, I run a health and wellness program. I'm all about teaching people about managing their stress and their sleep and all those things. And yeah, there are moments of brilliance where I'm doing all of them and I feel amazing. And then I'm being smacked in the face by life and I'm just 
fucking up all of it. <laughs> I feel like I'm barely getting out of bed. And so, you know, as a person who other people look to, I think the best thing I can do is be honest. There are times when I'm not doing great at managing my health. And this is where I look to someone like you to, to help me with that. You know, someone made a comment like, is Dr. Uh, Tam uh, a psychic because it feels like he's talking to me. Yeah. I love that. That's the whole point of having you on today is that beyond being an amazing chiropractor and being able to adjust people, you deal with people every single day. You deal hands-on with their bodies. You you talk to them about their stress. You deal with people who have injuries, who have knee injuries, who can't do squats, who all those things. And you're all about trying to figure out what that person needs in order to be to function and truly live their best lives. Um, I want to move on to sleep and sleep positions. Um, I don't even know where to start with that. Sleep on our side, sleep on our back. Do our pillows matter? Do I do our mattresses matter? I mean, it must. Yeah, I, I think um, uh, uh, let's go with sleep position. Let's start there. I think, you okay. know, I, I think people don't give themselves a lot of times enough credit where I get this question almost every day where they're telling me, they're asking me, you know, Dr. Tam, what, what position should I sleep in? Where should I, you know, lock myself in? For hopefully, you know, six or seven hours. And how do I, how do I stay there all night? Right. And, and shy of a straight jacket. I mean, you know, I say it all the time where like, you, know, you got to give yourselves more credit where your body's intuitive, right? Your bodies will sleep the way you sleep. And the essence of sleep, and I know you've had, you know, other, other sleep experts on before where the essence of sleep is that you're unconscious, hopefully. And that you are not in control of your body because you are allowing it to rest, which means your body will do what it wants to do, right? So let's start there. So I, I, I don't know if I would think about or stress about getting into a certain position. More importantly okay. is figuring out what is comfortable for you and setting yourself up for success, right? So let's talk about the, I mean, well, we're kind of group in three categories where it's on your back, on your side, and on your stomach, Right. Uh, the big caveat in all of this is if you can not sleep on your stomach, that would be great from my perspective, um, just because it puts your neck in a really funny position a lot of the time. And I know some people okay. say to me, there's nothing I can do. I like to sleep on my stomach. I go, okay, say la vie. That's the, you know, that's the, that's the cards were dealt, right? Like that's your comfortable yeah. position based on your body shape. Fine. And, and, and we'll work work with that, right? And, 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 you know, we'll, we'll sleep in the bed we made. But if it's not on your stomach, then we just need to support ourselves properly, right? And so uh, a, a, a pillow height is, um, is something I get a lot where, again, I think our bodies are intuitive, right? And the question when people ask me is, what type of pillow should I get? Or, or, or you know, how high should my pillow be? Is my first question is always a rebuttal. And I ask, well, are you comfortable when you lay down in bed? the second your head hits the pillow, are you comfortable or are you not? Right. And, yeah. and it's funny because I make this, um, this comparison where everybody's gone couch shopping before, right? How long do you, does it take you to figure out whether you like the couch or not? Split second, quarter of a second. Yeah. I don't even think yeah. you need both cheeks to touch the, to touch the fabric before you're like, nope, too hard. Or, 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 yeah. you know, you put, as soon as you're down, you're like, nope, too soft. Right. You know, you know, your body yeah. knows, right? And, and I mean, and this is the, the crummy part about this is when you are shopping for a mattress or a pillow is you have to try it, 
right? You have to try it because your body's different than mine. You know, you know, you may or may not be taller than me or bigger than me or smaller than me, right? And and I think the important part is 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 figuring out, well, just simply, are you comfortable? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're comfortable, great, don't touch it. Right. I think there's this 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 chasing the grass is greener where all of my problems will magically go away if I buy the ten thousand dollar mattress. And I think that couldn't be further from the truth. Yes. Right? All the fancy pillows, all the weird shaped pillows, the soft pillows, the hard pillows, all the pillows, the yep. body pillows, the thing pillows. So essentially what you're saying is all so comfortable you're good. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big believer is if you're comfortable, uh, don't touch it. And the important thing is, okay, then we take that next step, right? And I think most people are, are saying in their heads right now is, well, I'm not comfortable. Is okay, well, then let's figure out what the purpose of the pillow is and how do we get comfortable, right? And so if let's say this is my right and you sleep on your right side, well, the job of your pillow is simply to fill the space between the outside of your shoulder and your ear. That's it. The job of your pillow is to keep your neck in what we call neutral. So straight up and straight down and not tipped one way or another where you're bringing your ear to the side of your shoulder. Now, to, 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 to figure that out is, okay, when I lay down and you, get, and you get as comfy as you can on your side, if you feel like your head isn't straight and you feel like your ear is touching the mattress, okay, then your pillow might be a little bit too thin. And then the opposite's true, where if you feel like, like your head is kicked the other way, and your and your um your ear on the top side is is closer to the ceiling. Well, then maybe you need a thinner pillow. And I think this is where things change when you lose a ton of weight. In that, yeah. when when you do lose a bunch of, of of shirt sizes or dress sizes, right? You know your 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 width changes, and and that's not a secret. And and well, I mean, thank God. But then the consequence of that is you might have to get you know different heights of things because now your shoulders aren't. 40 inches wide anymore, they're 38, right? And you have to make up for that difference in height. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, because, you know, I wanted to have this conversation originally started because I got to thinking about how people's bodies change when they lose a significant amount of weight. I mean, heck, not even significant, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever. People are losing hundreds of pounds on the program, how you walk, how you sit, how you move but also how you sleep. Oh my goodness. Not only will you need a whole new wardrobe, everyone needs new beds and pillows. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> but, and this is the case too though, right? And I say it doesn't have to be expensive, right? All joking aside in that, sure, if you want to spend, you know, three, $400 on a pillow, by all means, not my problem. But, you know, I'll be the first person to put up my hand up and say, I think my pillow is $35, like nothing fancy. Yeah. It fills the space between my shoulder and my ear. That's it. Fills the space. Okay. Question for you. Someone was so so. If you're waking up in the morning with sore neck and shoulders, it could be the space that your pillow is filling. What if you feel comfortable, and you know, and maybe you're sleeping okay, but you wake up with sore shoulders and neck? What what is that? What is that? Is that just yeah? Great question. What is that? Yeah, so I think, you know, when you're when you're sleeping, you know, I always say you get the most honest sense of what your body's like, right? And and I hear this a lot where people say, you know, I wake up really sore and I wake up really stiff, but once I get going, I'm okay, right? Once you get going and you're okay is not a, you know, a, a shortcut to saying, oh, I feel good. All it means is you're moving so fast during the day that you're not listening to your body right? You are masking the signals that your body is giving you 
because you're busy and your brain is occupied and you're putting other things before your own body awareness. I mean, and, and not in a bad way, right? Your job, your family members, your kids, whatever that may be, right? But all you're doing is essentially you're walking off your pain and hiding it until bedtime comes around and you get back in bed. And then we're back in the same position where when you're sleeping and, you know, no other, hopefully the stresses are bothering you and, and what you're essentially getting is you're getting the most honest take, right? And your body is giving you honest signals of, well, how, how is my neck doing? How is my back doing? And if you wake mm -hmm. up so despite being comfortable in bed, that might be the time to come find somebody like me or any other chiropractor in your area to help take care of your body. Because the honest representation of your body is telling you is even after you recharge the battery, I'm hurting. Oof. Okay. On that note, I'm cognizant of time because we have to get going. Um, why would someone come see a chiropractor? I know that's a really, really lovely question. Why come see? It you? is, but I have a pretty simple answer for that. It's just to feel okay. better. I think everybody can feel better, right? Whether you, you know, on the spectrum of wellness, we'll start in on one end of, we'll call it pain or dysfunction or poor posture, whatever that one side is. Well, then, you know, part of my job is getting people out of that, right? Let's get them feeling better, getting out of pain. Let's get your shoulder feeling better. Let's get your posture feeling better so that you can do the things you want to do. Now, everybody's got something. I, I think everybody would be lying if, if they said to you, you know, I'm perfect, right? Or there's no way I can be better. And I think sometimes we're so used to feeling crappy that, you know, you forget what good feels like. And I hear that a lot yeah. where people say, oh my goodness, yeah. I didn't realize I can't check my blind spot. I didn't realize that, you know, I'm supposed to tie my shoes this way, right? And I think there's so much value in just simply feeling better than you already do. Yeah. I mean, I come to see you because vertigo is a real issue for me that I developed a couple of years ago. Um, what's the biggest myth you'd like to de demystify about chiropractic care? Ah, great question. Um, I, I, I think it's, it, it's, it's that it's, um, it's dangerous. I think I, I hear that every day where, you know, people say, oh, oh I'm, I'm, I'm nervous because of stories I hear, or it's, you know, is this going to hurt, right? You know, I, I said all the time, you know, no adjustment should be painful, right? And and if you're getting adjusted and it's painful every time, well, you know, maybe that's not the person for you. But I think there's this myth and we have so much research now to, uh, to, to, to back this up. You don't have to take my word for it in that it is safe. It's super safe, right? In that, yeah. you know, it's almost for for most of the population. You know, I always say, you know, I have, my patients come as young as six weeks old and my oldest patient is 103. Right. And yeah. I think the the skill in being a chiropractor, at least in my world, is being able to modify your treatments. Right. I don't treat you the same way I treat children or your children or, you know, parents or or seniors. Right. I think modifying that treatment is so important. And having that skill set as a chiropractor personally is something I pride myself on. I can treat the six month old just like I can treat the 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 hundred year old. Right. And yeah. And and I think that's the biggest myth and that it's this, you know, cookie cutter approach to to treat everybody. And I'm not saying, you know, there aren't uh, a therapist or practitioners like that. Fine. But I would find somebody who, who does have a diverse skill set and has the ability to treat a wide array. And your treatments don't look like your partners or your partner's treatments don't look like their parents. Yeah. And you work with people and their comfort levels and not to there's so much it's on TikTok and YouTube of these chiropractors that are all like just. <laughs> And people are all surprised and they're like, uh, I'm like, whatever. They're entertaining. <laughs> that's for sure. 
entertaining, but that's not it. Um, Dr. Tam, thank you for your time today. I love this conversation. I, I'm really happy that we freestyled with it. Um, so much more to talk about. Uh, I know people are going to ask where to find you. Where can they find you? Yeah, so um, all of my information is on my social media, but it's at Dr. Tam Cairo at D-R-T-A-M-C-H-I-R-O. Um, and if you live in the York region, Toronto, uh, Canada area, I'm in, I'm in Aurora at the wellness group. And so you can find me there as well. All right. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks everyone for joining us. Um, Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.